Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Callus. Coming to you on Tuesday, February 7th. This is episode numbered 350. And how fitting might it be that it is a Texit Tuesday. <laughs> Listen, give you a couple of highlights here. Call the ledge, tell your friends. There should be no enemies and know the right story to give. Please follow along after this. I feel like I need to remind you all time and time again that the best way you can help me help you help the mission get done is share, like, subscribe the show. Follow the show on Podbean or whatever your podcaster uh, works with. If you're feeling particularly enthusiastic, go ahead and comment and rate the show. Help me out here. The algorithm is not necessarily your friend if you dare to speak about the forbidden subject. And here we go. Item number one, call your legislator. Yes, there is a number of bills that are presently available regarding Texan. And while you might have your qualms about Texit, at this point in the game, we are just asking for them to put it forth to a vote so that we, the people, can be heard on this issue. This is an important issue. I don't think the legislature is up to the task of making the decision on their own anyway. All we're asking is put this forward so that we, the people, can vote on a resolution. In the next primary, and there's plenty of time to make this happen, they just have to have the intestinal fortitude to pull it off. Number two, tell your friends. Two things, tell your friends. One, call the legislature. And two, February the 14th. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. One week from today, we have the great Daniel Miller coming to McKinney, Texas. He's going to be at the Redemption Point Church, which for those of you that are not aware, is basically downtown McKinney, 107 East Lamar. We're going to be opening the doors up at 630. The program starts at 7. I'm sure you'll have plenty of books and swag for you to purchase. We're going to cost. It's going to cost you $10 at the door. It's over social media. It's been sent out an email. I'm doing my best on this show to get the word out. Now, look, I want you to know, even if you're not sure that Texas the right answer, even if independence is a fearful thing for you, I still want you to come. And at the end, we'll have plenty of time for Q&A. So you can ask your question. You can elicit your concerns to be assuaged. You can put in the effort to try and stump Mr. Miller. I don't think you're going to be very successful. And if all else fails, I'm sure he'll have a copy of his book for you to purchase because that answers a whole lot of the objections and questions to say nothing of the episode I did on last Thursday, where I did my best to rebut the three most common complaints that I hear. All right. Number three, We have no enemies. What do I mean? While the majority of us that are, quote, conservative or liberty-orientated tend to slant through the Republican Party, so there is a, let's say, 
preponderance of Republican voters that show up at Texas events, they are decidedly not partisan. That's right. They want Democrats. They want independents. They want libertarians. They want constitutionals. They want everybody that's interested in Texas independence to be well-informed and make the correct decision, which is to push forward for independence. Look, I've told you time and time again, you can't fix DC. We got issues in Austin, but we can deal with Austin. It's only a couple hours down the road. So we have no enemies among them, nor do we have enemies that want to have uh, the constitution enforced. No, we would like that too. Uh, Coincidentally enough, the constitution does allow for this. It doesn't prohibit it. Also, for those of you that are big fans of the COS, you're not our enemy either. You want to open up the entirety of the constitution to be amended. We're not opposed to that. In fact, once we create our own country, you'll have an opportunity to tweak the Texas constitution. Excuse me. The Texas constitution. Have no fear. This is a good thing. All right. And for those of you out there that are just so excited that you can be uber progressive and leftist. Yes, you can, but you need to go to California because you know what? They want their independence too. And I know they would love to have your help and your, your assistance in seeking their success at their own independence. So see, you're not an enemy. We'll be happy to put you where you'll be happier. All right. Also, item number four, know the right story. See, there are a lot of people that are out there that see this as running away. They see this as giving up. They see this as taking the ball and going home. They, they see this as a failure or admitting that we can't fix it. I look at it as a strategic retreat. I look at it as a redoubting. I look at it as, what do they call it in uh, chess? Uh, castling your king, right? We know we can't fix every other state. But if we can fix Texas, if, if we can address the issues here in Texas and we can lead the way as an independent entity, there's nothing to say that at some point in the future we couldn't rejoin or better yet, we couldn't have some of the other states that let we left behind come join us. See, there's nothing to prevent any of this from happening. And again, some of the naysayers, oh, well, you know, this has been decided, you know, military conquest, blah, 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 blah. When you declare independence, you are breaking the ties that bind you. It's giving you an opportunity to go out on your own. The only thing holding us back is fear. And I'm asking you, what do you fear more? More problems, more abuse, more tyranny out of D.C. or our own independence. See, these are these are the stories. This is where you need to go with this. You need to put it into a frame of reference that the person you're speaking to can understand and, quite frankly, buy into. It's not going to work for everybody. Not everybody's the same. And to consider that everybody should hear the same thing is not a good idea. So let me tell you, going forward, 
I mean, I'm at that big episode, right? 350. Going forward, I don't know that I can continue to do every Tuesday as a Texas slash Texas Tuesday. But what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to pivot to a once a month. We're going to pick up a specific issue. I'm going to honestly, I'll base most of it largely off of Mr. Miller's book because he's already done all the work. And I've got another book, uh, Let My People Go, which I have been trying to get around to reading for several months now, actually since last summer, I guess. Time will tell. We're going to get this way. And I, and I, you know, the challenge is, is there are lots of different projects. There are lots of different things that I would like to be involved with, that I would like to help with, that I think I would benefit from being involved with, as well as the organization or the movement would benefit from. You know, I, I don't know where my course is going to necessarily take me in the future, but I do know that I serve the Lord first, I serve my family second, and then somewhere along the line is myself. (laughs) So I'm open to opportunities and I'm open to life as it adapts and changes. One of those things is the opportunity to express my desire for independence, my desire to break free from the tyranny that is D.C., And I feel that I am doing everybody a service by bringing this to your attention, by telling you what it's about, by causing you to question whether or not this is a good opportunity. I don't want you to be ruled by fear and dismiss it. I don't want you to be captured by uncertainty because you don't know what's next or you don't know what's going to happen. We would have never, and I say we, I mean our country as it stands now, these United States would never have existed if it wasn't for the pioneering spirit, if it wasn't for the desire for liberty and independence. And we cannot abandon those just because we're enjoying prosperity, just because we enjoy comfort. We have to be willing to always push the boundary, always take the next step. It's been said There's nowhere else left to go. If the United States falls, there's nothing left. It's been further stated that if Texas falls, the United States is done. Well, I'm here to tell you, if you hadn't been paying attention, the United States, while not a lost cause, is currently under siege, currently under control by the very progressive leftists, socialists, whatever you want to call them, that the whole world is currently feeling the boot on their neck from. We can't fix that. But maybe, just maybe, we can cut our piece off of Texas and figure a way forward. Push back. Look, for those of you that are not uh, history people, When MacArthur was in the Philippines and he had to give up at Corregidor, he told them, essentially, I will return. And he did. And they pushed back the Japanese empire and they reasserted the the nominal independence that the Philippines had experienced under the American administration. They worked their way forward and got their full independence, such as it is, 
But that required a lot of work and a lot of effort. But they would have never been able to do that if they weren't willing to put their faith behind, well, actually, Almighty God. But secondarily, the leadership of Mr. MacArthur, General MacArthur. He pulled them back in. He he retook the islands. He pushed out the Japanese Empire. Not on his own, but it was under his leadership. And that wouldn't have happened if the people weren't willing to work for it. If the people weren't willing to acknowledge that we had to give this piece up for now and we're going to come back and take it back later. What I'm suggesting to you is the United States can't be held. It's been overrun. We need to redoubt. We need to build back our forces. We need to be prepared for the opportunity to counterattack and take back our country. What better way to do it than from this free state, the free independent republic of Texas? Now, I know, I know, There's a lot of you out there that doubt this. They question the method. They're not sure this is what they really want. I get it. I respectfully got to tell you, I think you're wrong. But even if we stop short, right? Just hypothetically here, we get the legislature to put forth the non-binding referendum on the next primary. And they ask, we the people, what do you want? Do you want to have independence? Do you want Texas to separate? So that goes one or two ways. You win. You win big. You you eke out a win. You eke out a loss or you get demolished. Well, if you win, that means the Texas legislature has to get off their butt and figure out what are they going to do. If anything short of full independence, that would make things better. But even if it's a tight loss or a tight win, that gives... Honestly, the Texas legislature, another opportunity to go back and say, hey, uh, feds, look, you saw how close, how close this was? Uh, we're going to need to assert a little more sovereignty here. We're going to need to do a little something beyond what we've been doing because our people, we're done with it. We're, we're not really going to keep playing this game. We need to do something better. We need to give them something. Do you think the Republicans you know, two years ago, that they really wanted to give us their constitutional carry light, a.k.a. limited permitless carry. Do you really think they wanted to do that? I can tell you a good number of them didn't want to do it. But they did because of the pressure and the heat that we put upon them. They felt it. They knew it was there. Now, I will tell you that I think a lot more of them were actually in support of the heartbeat law, right? The heartbeat bill. That's That's great. And I'm really glad we passed it. And everybody that voted for it should get a pat on the back. But my question would be is why did it take so long? I mean, really? We have a majority. We've got a majority that is quite substantial in both houses and a governor. And we're still dinking around getting this piecemeal stuff done. So I'm not going to hold my breath and suggest that we're going to necessarily get full independence anytime soon. But what I'm hoping for is that there's enough pressure, there's enough presence, and then there's enough <clears throat> desire shown by we the people in the great state of Texas to our state legislatures that they owe us. They, they need to give us the opportunity to speak out on this issue. You're not even asking them to sign on for the independence. Oh, no, they get to wash their hands of that. They're just going to put forward the question. Should Texas reassert its independence? I don't think that's too much to ask. 
And in fact, in the land of weasels, that is the legislature, a.k.a. Austin, a.k.a. the swamp, that is the perfect scapegoat for them. Well, we put it to the people and the people wanted it. But the sad thing is a number of our state reps are just cowards. They're weak or worse yet, (laughs) worse yet, they're sellouts. They're frauds. They're not interested in what we, the people want. They're not interested in what's best for Texas. They're not interested in protecting our rights and our liberties. No, no. They want to just stay in power. They just want to look good. They want to just give enough to keep their people happy. And I'm going to tell you, for me, for years, for, well, probably two decades, gun control thing was my deal breaker. If you supported any gun control, I couldn't support you. In fact, if you killed expansion of gun rights, I couldn't support you. I'm going to tell you, I'm awfully close to moving that line to include Texas. Why? Because they are telling us that one, they don't trust the people. Two, they don't want to defend our liberty or our independence and our sovereignty. And three, they're far more interested in possibility going to D.C. than doing what's best for Texas. And much like gun control, if you are so afraid that somebody might own a firearm and might be able to protect themselves or might be able to push back in a tactical way, you are not worthy of that power. You are not worthy of that authority. Likewise, if you're afraid that people might be able to assert their sovereignty, if people might push back on the federal government, they might demand independence, then you are not worthy of that post of leadership that you currently have. You don't deserve to be able to go back again and again just to not serve your constituents. Now, there are some out there that will say, well, their constituents don't want this. I'm confident this is a bad thing because my people don't want it. Okay, Well, then I'll tell you again, where's the harm in putting it up to a vote? If you're right, you're right. If you're wrong, (laughs) then you have to answer for that. But again, perhaps I'm asking too much. Perhaps I'm going in a circle. Perhaps it's just asking for too much. For them to set aside their own personal desires, their own need to have more power to do what's right for Texas. And what's right for Texas is letting we, the people in Texas, determine what's the next step. And I know there's a whole lot of relocated Yankees here, and some of them came to partake in the Texas attitude. I'm a reformed damn Yankee. I came here to become a Texian. I'm a Texian by desire, by action. Much like those volunteers that showed up from Tennessee at the Alamo, I'm standing alongside them, at least metaphorically. Don't be worried about those of us that have come here. A good number of us have got your back. And those that don't, we can send them over to Louisiana or, if you prefer, Illinois. We can make this happen. We just have to be willing to do the work. We can't get lost in the politics of it. And at this point, we can't even get tied down on what the specifics are going to look like once you achieve independence. 
We have to focus on the goal, which is just getting the vote to we the people. It can be done. It should be done. You just got to know how to tell your story and who you're talking to. It is my sincere hope and desire that you will come and join us. The Collin County Patriots are hosting Daniel Miller of the Texas Nationalist Movement. He's coming to talk about the Texas Constitution and how Texas fits in that. And while the Collin County Patriots does not endorse Texas, we're split on it. We believe that every person and every movement has an opportunity to be heard through us. We had both sides of the Convention of States organization show up and talk about their issue. We're happy to host anyone else that wants to come and talk about a legitimate, specific issue that would benefit our lives and our liberty, and quite frankly, Texas sovereignty. It is my sincere hope by the end of the year, I'll have somebody there from Fija. For those of you that don't know, that is the fully fully informed jury association. You know, our own government has done a really good job of destroying the soapbox. The ballot box is a joke. We still have a jury box hanging on by a thread, and that's what Fiji de- deals with, and you will benefit from that. And yes, that leaves one other box, but in the interest of not getting banned, I will leave that unsaid. We're going to wrap it up a little bit early tonight, ladies and gentlemen, and let me just tell you, a week from today, come and join us at the Redemption Point Church, 107 East Lamar, downtown McKinney. Program starts at 7, doors open at 6.30, 10 bucks at the door. Come and join us. Thank you. Have a good night, and I will see you on the other side.